Persignum crucis de nemicis nostris, libera nos, Deus nostri, in nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I beg your pardon for my sins, and grace to spend this time of prayer fruitfully, my Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. <coughs> With your permission, Sovereign Lord, in the Blessed Sacrament, this Sunday is the end of the season of uh, Christmas and Epiphany, Epiphany properly. Christmas, we have celebrated the coming of our Lord to us. A child was born for us, unto us. He came to us for our salvation, not just in a business trip, or tourism. We were in sin. All. All mankind was doomed without any possibility of salvation. We were tainted with original sin and to it all our personal sins were added. Our sin was before our eyes and we could not escape it only God could and you remember how he did it in, in, in the most amazing manner that only God can do he took a human nature he came to us humble as we have been seeing him in the crib small to gain our love, to gain your love, and through this process to save us. And we love him when we show repentance, he forgives us. And there is a necessary condition that repentance, that contrition, and that love, that closeness to Jesus, we touch him in the sacraments, we talk to him in our prayer, he came to us 
humble and no one received him. The big shots of the Jewish people, the chosen people of God, the people that God pampered himself with so many signs of his preference for them ignore him. Only a few shepherds ran to him. Only the earth opened its mouth when they came to receive the Savior of the world. He was born in a cave. The animal kingdom presented the mule and the ox. The plants were present, we may say, in the soft cushion of straw that Our Lady put there in the manger. But men were not there in the beginning. Perhaps our mother, we may say, representing us, perhaps St. Joseph, united to Our Lady and protecting the child, was there. But today we celebrate, we have celebrated the Epiphany when he shows himself to the entire world, not only just to the Jewish people, but to all. And it's not just the second person, the Blessed Trinity, which is visible, but the entire Trinity, which somehow gave us an idea of his real presence in this Feast of Sunday, of the baptism of our Lord. You remember <clears throat> John the Baptist, what administering a baptism of repentance was not a real baptism at the races sin, no, because there were no sacraments yet, but it was a preparation for it, which indicates to us that to receive Jesus, we have to go through the path of repentance, self-denial, that preparation, that preparation like, like the shepherds were watching at night over the flocks, indicating that vigilance over our senses, of our emotions, to arrange them according to the truth. If there is no truth in our emotions, well, any disorder can be introduced. <clears throat> repentance to receive Jesus. And the Lord, at the beginning of his public life, the first thing, he goes to the place where John the Baptist was, asks him to be baptized. John, initially, he refuses, he feels himself, or he shows himself uh, unworthy, unworthy to, to baptize the one who cleanses all the sins of the world. My sins, your sins. How can I baptize him? But finally, with the insistence of our Lord, he baptizes him, throwing water. That moment, you remember how we are told that the Holy Spirit appeared, that the Son was there in the waters, that the Holy Spirit made himself present, the means of a, the vision of a kind of, of, of dog, 
That reminds us of the dog after the flood, the deluge. Remember when only the family of, uh, of Noah were saved and they were floating there in the waters with that sort of artifact, the, the ark, and to test if they could go out, he released finally a dog which came back with a branch of olive and a beak, meaning the earth is ready to receive human life again. And they went out. Well, our Lord appears there, inaugurating the new era, the New Testament in a manner of speaking. Now there is salvation in Christ. The church is the symbol, or the ark is the symbol of the church, of the church, which goes only through Jesus Christ, there is salvation. Only through the church, there is salvation. Only through the church, there is salvation. <clears throat> and uh, in the olive, you see, is, is the symbol of peace. From the olive, we have the, the oil of anointing. But in this case, there is no only oil, but the whole anointing of the Holy Spirit. You see the parallelism. Jesus Christ is the anointed one. In Hebrew, the Messiah, the Christ, Christos in Greek. Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit with the fullness of graces. So it's not just the branch, symbolic, it's not even oil, but is the whole chrism of the Holy Spirit which overflows from Jesus onto his church and onto each one of us. That's why you were baptized. And when you were baptized, the water and the formula of the baptism, the words, remove sin from you and you became a person in the church a child of God at that moment, precisely, when the Holy Spirit came upon you. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. We are children of God in Jesus Christ at that moment in baptism. And in baptism also symbolically, we are anointed with a simple anointing with oil, symbolizing that the graces of the Holy Spirit are also upon you and the Holy Spirit has removed original sin. We were saying how the earth, the dry earth, received the Creator. And on this feast we celebrate that even the waters received the Creator. In the baptism of Jesus, 
not only the dry earth, but the sea received him, which in the vision of the Jews uh, means the entire world, the dry land and the seas. When we are introduced in the water, we are cleansed. When Jesus was baptized, the water became clean because Jesus is God. Jesus is the fire. And, and when the fire entered the water, the fire of God purified the waters. You see how it's somehow different at our baptism. In fact, it's the beginning, the initiation of our baptism. If Jesus had not been baptized, water will not remove sins. This morning, I guess you took a shower, but that shower did not remove your sins because it was just water. When Jesus was baptized, water became the element capable and necessary to remove our sins, united to the Spirit, to the words, united to the grace of the Holy Spirit. But the material element was the water. Baptism is ready to put it this way. This is the plan of salvation of God the Father. This is how the Lord allowed himself to be baptized and to be anointed by the Holy Spirit to carry out the Father's plan of salvation. That's why after the dove appeared, there was a voice, the voice of the Father, God the Father, saying, this is my beloved Son. So it's not just my Son, but he expresses that intention, my beloved, meaning the Holy Spirit, obviously, that communication between God the Father and the Son, and God the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is the Blessed Trinity, a continuous dynamic giving himself and receiving, which is love giving to themselves everything they are because the Son receives everything from the Father. Everything He is, He has received from the Father. Except the only distinction is that He has received and the Father is the one who gives everything. And the Lord is the Holy Spirit. You see how Jesus manifests Himself as the Son of God. This is my beloved Son. But then God the Father had listened to him. So it's not just my son, look, look, there is my son here, he's coming. He's coming with a purpose to be listened. Uh, what does it mean to be listened? To be listened not just to hear the sound, the noise. It's much more than that. To listen to someone is to understand what this person is saying. To talk to that person, to communicate, to interchange ideas and to accept the concept that he's uttering. Do I communicate with Jesus Christ in my prayer? Am I talking to him? 
Do I allow the Holy Spirit to prepare my heart, my mind, to listen to Him as God the Father orders me to do? Because that order was not just for the person there around John the Baptist, but to all of us. To all of us that have been baptized in Christ, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> through Christ has become children of God. Here is my servant, God says, my chosen one, with whom I am pleased, upon whom I have put my spirit. You see, what an amazing thing that you and I, poor sinners, human beings, are invited and introduced in the intimacy of the Blessed Trinity. We are not just at the entrance of the house there trying to see what is happening, no. Much more than that, you and I are introduced to the dining table. Now we are going to receive, we are adoring Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. Not just simple adorers, but adorers who are children. People who will sit down at table, not simply as guests, but as children, as family, with full rights as family, with the purpose to bring the justice of Jesus to the nation not by violence, not shouting, not crying out, <clears throat> but with the witness of our life. We have been called to be Christ passing by for all people, talking to the intimacy of the consciences of people, not making our voice heard in the streets with shouts, a bruised reed, he shall not break, the scripture says. We are not anti-anything. We are in favor of everything that is good, everything that is holy. A Christian always admits a diversity of opinion in matters which are debatable. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for inviting us to your table. Thank you for making us participants of your anointing. Thank you for making us children of yours. And he did so by a cost, which is extraordinary, by his sacrifice of the cross. That's how we are participants of his baptism in fullness. To be baptized, our baptism, symbolically is, the person is introducing the water, meaning dying to the old self, dying to sin. And the person is pulled up from the water three times, implying being born again, 
We are born again. We are the real born again. We have been, you have been born again. In God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Born again to a new life. Ready to sing a new song. The song of salvation, the song of Jesus. Am I aware constantly of my dignity as a child of God? Do I realize who am I? And what it implies in my life? Am I living a new life in Christ? Am I singing a new song in Christ? Do I accept my mission to be Christ passing by? To give true meaning to human life. Nowadays, with many points which are of natural nature, natural, like, like the dignity of human life, the dignity and merit of marriage, are denied. Am I involved? In clarifying the right doctrine with serenity. This is our mission, to be witnesses of Jesus Christ. That's why this is the beginning of his public life. Immediately after his baptism, we are told that he chose the first disciples. The first, Andrew John, in a chain that encompasses the 12 apostles and all of us because every Christian is an apostle of Jesus Christ with the obligation to bring him to the others. Come, follow me, Jesus says. But follow me, not breaking a smoldering wick which should not quench, meaning we cannot force anyone but we have to propose the truth to them. We have to respect human freedom, yes. But the acceptance or not of Jesus Christ is what decides the eternal destiny of a person, whether that person accepts it or not. So am I helping people around us to make the right decision? to choose what really matters with charity, with serenity, but without pause. We should grow in more awareness of what our baptism implies. That beginning of being incorporated into the church, that is God's family, the beginning of that reception of that supra-nature, so divine nature. In baptism, well, we continue human beings, yes, but we become children. We, God gives us a participation in what He is. He gives us, but we have to continue accepting it, receiving it in baptism, and continue with it. You know very much that 
that the person may be baptized, but that person never remembers again that that is baptized. Well, yes, he baptized, but it's as if uh, it has no effect because that person has not received it eh, voluntarily, has not given a response to that gift. You might receive a gift and leave it in a drawer, never looking it, not even opening the box. Have you opened the box? of being a child of God. Do you realize that being a child of God implies to be a source of peace and joy? This is it. Am I a source of peace and joy? To be able to spread it around, I myself have to be united to peace. And Christ is our peace. <coughs> We have to feel the joy of God in our souls. Jesus is our joy. Am I trying to identify myself with Jesus Christ? And to that point that St. Jose Maria says, you become another Christ, Christ himself. Yes, it's not an exaggeration. And you will be able to Say with St. Paul, yes, I live, I'm alive, but I am no longer myself. The one who lives in me is Christ. It's Christ who lives in me. Who is living in you? Let us examine ourselves. What direction my choices follow? Because being another Christ is being Christ himself. That is, acquiring the same attitude as Jesus Christ. The same taste for things, to put it this way. To choose always what he likes. To reject always what he dislikes. Look how he did it emptying himself, lowering himself, ordering John to baptize him, he who was without sin. He humbled himself for you and for me in the Jordan, accepting his mission of bearer of our sins. But that woman, he was putting in his shoulders all our yes, your sins, my sins, specific sins, not just in general. He will carry them and he will defeat the devil in the cross and he will rise again. He has a human nature, but he is God. Therefore, as God, he didn't die. As man, he died. The devil hit him in his human nature, but could not pierce it to reach the divinity. That's why we have to stick to him, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, the only solution for the world. Lord, help us to transform ourselves 
into another Christ. That's not just a switch. No, it's a process rather that lasts our entire life, that transformation. Am I ready to fight today? Not tomorrow, never mind, but today. To fight in that direction, to be more another Christ, to be aware that you have been sealed in baptism with a character that no one can erase. You might consider it, or some people might ignore it and live as if they are not children of God, baptized in baptism, forfeiting all the graces and the dignity of it. Let it not happen with you and me. Always aware I have been sealed in baptism. And it's a seal that will never disappear, will never be erased. It's a sacrament. It's a participation in the priesthood of Jesus Christ, baptismal priesthood. You share the priesthood of Jesus Christ. You may say you are a priest with Jesus Christ. What does it mean? That you have the same obligation to bring the world to God, to happiness, to its true self, to help the people around us. This is our priesthood. To offer a sacrifice. That's what we are going to do now. We are going to participate in the sacrifice of Christ on the cross when he lowered himself clearly in the lowest point you could imagine up to death. And what a kind of death. Well, you are going to be a participant there, not just an onlooker. Thank you, Lord, for inviting us to your table, to, for including us in that ark of salvation, which is the church, which is your family, for giving us that priestly soul, for making me a co-redeemer, for giving me that mission to be with you at the foot of the cross. Send to us the Holy Spirit, that white dove, with the oil of anointing, that will cleanse our sins, our personal sins, and will give us more graces to begin again, always, until the end. Remember, we are not over, we have not finished. This is your life, my life. We have to be continue fighting until the end, running that race, being very aware of our baptism, a revival, a beginning again in this year, telling our Lord like our Lady, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be done unto me according to your word, Tell this to Jesus who is here. Tell him that you want to walk with him all the days of your life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. 
I beg your help in performing them.